Well, let me welcome you to Stevenson High Kirk here in North Ayrshire for our online remembrance service. Well, it's just a joy to worship with you this morning, and I know many will be sad that they're unable to attend church here, but we do pray that you'll know the Lord's sweet presence with you as you worship from your home. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. What does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Well, we meet in the presence of God. And as we come this morning in the peace of our own homes to worship and glorify God, we also come this morning not to glorify war or to indulge in narrow patriotism, but to remember with thanksgiving and sorrow those who gave their lives in the great wars and other conflicts past and present. Well, we're also here this morning to remember those who mourn their loss. And so let's worship together as we sing the Remembrance Hymn.
asked how to pray. Jesus taught his disciples a simple prayer. Few in words, yet powerful enough to shake heaven and earth. It exalts the Lord Jesus. It declares God's dominion. It shows our dependence on him. His forgiveness of sin. His saving grace. And his everlasting kingdom. It's a prayer that puts everything in the right perspective and gives peace to those who pray it with an earnest heart. Therefore, let us unite our hearts in prayer as we say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well this morning we take our reading from Jeremiah chapter 2 and at the beginning of the chapter. The word of the Lord came to me, go and proclaim in the hearing of Jerusalem. I remember the devotion of your youth, how as a bride you loved me and followed me through the desert, through a land not sown. Israel was holy to the Lord, the first fruits of his harvest. All who devoured her were held guilty and disaster overtook them, declares the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob. And all you clans of the house of Israel, this is what the Lord says. What fault did your fathers find in me, that they strayed so far from me? They followed worthless idols and became worthless themselves. They did not ask, where is the Lord? Who brought us up out of Egypt? And led us through the barren wilderness, through a land of deserts and rifts, a land of drought and darkness, a land where no one travels and no one lives. I brought you into a fertile land to eat its fruit and rich produce. But you came and defiled my land and made my inheritance detestable. The priests did not ask, where is the Lord? Those who deal with the law did not know me. The leaders rebelled against me. The prophets prophesied by Baal following worthless idols. Therefore I bring charges against you again, declares the Lord. And I will bring charges against your children's children. Cross over to the coasts of Kittim and Luke. Send to Kedar and observe closely. See if there has ever been anything like this. Has a nation ever changed its gods? Yet they are not gods at all. But my people have exchanged their glory for worthless idols. Be appalled at this, O heavens, and shudder with great horror, declares the Lord. Amen. May the Lord bless us the reading of his precious word. 
Well, here on Remembrance Sunday, we're encouraged to remember the past. Why should we remember the past? Well, I believe we so easily forget, don't we? We forget our past. We forget our history. And here in Jeremiah chapter 2, God also reminds Israel to remember their past. But with a difference. With a difference. God had called Jeremiah to reveal the heart of Judah and of Israel and the nations. They had been living in rebellion against God. They had turned their back on God. The promise-keeping God. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The God who had revealed himself in power. They had forgotten. They forgot God. They were now actively in rebellion. They were worshipping false idols and other gods that weren't gods at all. And here they are, living like slaves, living in fear. Oh, spiritual decay had affected the hearts of God's people. They had fallen away. They had fallen out of love with God. And so Jeremiah is called to strip away and to pull down. But also God calls Jeremiah more particularly to build up, to build up the people of God that they wouldn't remain in spiritual decay, but oh, that they would know new life and vigour again, that their, that their hearts would again know healing. And so God calls Jeremiah, the great prophet, not just to pull down, but to build up. But he also calls him to pray and to plead for the people of God, for all who had backslidden, all who had fallen out of love with God, Jeremiah is encouraged to pray for them, to plead for them, and he does. Oh, Jeremiah, he's the weeping prophet. Jeremiah is a reminder of a man who cares. <laughs> he cared about God. He cared about what was on the heart of God. And Jeremiah doesn't shy away from God's message, from God's word. And so, here Jeremiah comes into a time of such spiritual deadness amongst the people of God. There was apathy. The, the hearts of God's people just weren't in their faith. They had lost faith, many. They'd lost their passion. They'd lost the presence of God. And they knew very little of the power of God in their midst. Oh, what spiritual decay had come across the land. And so what's the answer? What's the answer to spiritual decay? What answer does God give? Well, he raises up Jeremiah to remind them of their past. God told the people of God who, were, who had lost heart, 
who were losing faith, who had lost their passion. If you want to see your passion restored, if you want to know that love for God again, God tells them, remember your past. They had lost their first love. In Revelation chapter 2, we read also there in the, of the church of Ephesus, how they had also lost their first love. And what does God tell them? He tells them, remember. You've lost your first love. You've lost your passion. Then remember. Remember where you fell from. Remember how you were so passionate, how you were in love with me. Remember how you just loved to spend time with me. But also remember when you fell from that place. Remember when you lost that love. Remember when it all went sour. Remember where you fell from. And then God says, then return. Repent. Turn back to me. Repent and then return and do the first things. Live your life again for me. Remember the things that brought my presence. Remember the things he used to say to me. Remember the things he used to do for me. The things that you would just want to put a smile on my face. Oh, remember those things. Do them again. Remember when you would pray in that quiet place alone with me and how you would make me smile? Do you remember when you would read the Bible to me? You would read the Word of God. You would listen to it so attentively. You would then go and live it out for me. You would try your hardest. Yes, sometimes you would trip and stumble and fall. Oh, do you remember when you did those things? Oh, remember, return and do those things again. And in a similar way, God uses Jeremiah and he tells the people, Oh, remember your past. What does he say here in Jeremiah 2? He first of all reminds them to remember their youth. Remember when you were so youthful. Remember your tenderness, how you were tender then as a young Christian. Oh, you had such a sensitive spirit. You had such a tender heart towards me. You would do anything to please me. You would do anything to show how much you loved me. Oh, you would read your Bible, you would pray, you would go to church, you would go to the prayer meetings, you would go to any meeting at all that would just bring you near to me. You used to love to put a smile on my face. And so Jeremiah here encourages the people. If spiritual decay has set in, then there's a cure. Oh, remember, remember your past. Remember, especially, your youthful past. Remember when you were young in the faith? How tender you were. No task was too menial. Oh, any opportunity to serve the Lord, you, you'd have your hand up. I'll do that. I don't mind doing anything at all to help. If I can do something for the Lord, I'll do it. Oh, remember your tenderness. Remember how tender you were. 
Oh, have we become reluctant in serving the Lord? Are we in a place where we just feel, oh, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered praying today. I can't be bothered reading the word of God. Oh, I don't want to do anything in the church. Oh, don't let them ask me to volunteer for anything. Oh, have we lost our tenderness of heart? I remember hearing the testimony of John Bradford, the great Puritan. They said of him that he weeps like a man who will never be happy again. Oh, that was John Bradford. Oh, he was so tender and sensitive to the heart of God. He would weep for people. He would plead with people that they would come to know Christ as their saviour. He weeps like a man who will never be happy again. Well, the Lord tells the people of God, yes, remember how tender you were. Remember that tenderness? Well, he also goes on to say, and remember the warmth of your love. Remember how you were in love with me. You were like a bride preparing herself for her husband. You could say, like the Shulamite woman in the Song of Solomon, he is my beloved and I am his. Oh, remember, yes, your tenderness. Remember how tender you were towards me. But also remember how you loved me, how you loved me. I opened to my beloved. I sought him, but I could not find him. There in Song of Solomon, we read of the Shulamite woman there. Oh, she loved her beloved. And we're told that there was a day that came she had just been bathing. She had a bath. And there was a knock on the door. And she questioned, will I go down and open the door? And she thought, no. But of course it was her beloved. And when she realised, we're told that she went out from her home and she went searching through the streets for her beloved. Oh, I sought him, but I could not find him. Her heart was so in love with her beloved. She would go everywhere looking for him. Oh, how she longed for his presence. She longed for that place of intimacy with her beloved. The Lord tells Israel, you've backslidden. You've fallen short of my glory. You've grown cold. Spiritual decay has set in. But oh, I want you back. I love you. I love you so much. Oh, please remember. Remember your past. Remember the tenderness of your heart. And remember your love, the warmth of your love that you once had for me. Oh, how you would spend time with me. How you would pray, oh Lord, for more intimacy. Lord, I want to know you more. I want to know you more deeply. Lord, I just want to know your presence. Oh, to know you and to make you known. Oh, to know the love of Jesus. To know the deep, deep love of Jesus. Vast, unmeasured, boundless, free. 
Oh, do you remember when you would pray, Lord, I'm not letting you go till you bless me. Oh, remember. Remember your tenderness. Remember the warmth of your love that you once had. And now the Lord reminds Jeremiah, tell them to remember when they were faithful. Remember how they were faithful. How you were so steadfast. You were immovable. You stood up for me. Stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross. Oh, I remember when you were so faithful. You had pursued me in the wilderness. You loved the cloud of my presence and the fiery pillar in the night hour. Oh, how you loved to know my presence with you. And if my presence was lifted, oh, you would follow after me. You would go everywhere, oh, just to know me, to know my power, to know my heart, to know my life. Oh, you desired to know me with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your might, and you would seek after me. You would seek after me. And even in the wilderness, like David the psalmist, Lord, thee, my God, I'll early seek. My soul doth thirst for thee. Even in a dry and barren land, in a wilderness, David said that he would cry out for the living God. In a place of barrenness. Oh, Lord, to know you. Oh, remember how faithful you were in seeking after me. Oh, remember how faithful you used to be in serving me. Through the times of barrenness, oh, you kept following. Through storms and trials, you kept going. Despite everything that went wrong in life, your heart was single for me. Oh, remember your past faithfulness. Do you know, I love how here in Jeremiah... God remembers their best. Israel had a lot of things wrong in their lives. Yes, they had backslidden. They had made a mess. But yet God remembers them at their best. Oh, when their love was warm. When their tenderness towards the Lord was so sensitive. Oh, when their life was fruitful. Oh, the freshness and the beauty of their devotions, of their prayer lives. Oh, God remembers the best. And he invites Israel to remember the best of their past. This morning, we're encouraged. Oh, remember the past. And remember the best of it. Oh, the light of the morning that would come on the face of our quiet times as we would look up to the Lord and see the light of his glory. Oh, remember, remember.
Oh, remember the times when you would encounter the Lord and you knew he's with me. He's with me. Well, God remembers every act of their devotion towards him. Oh, he remembers their prayers. He remembers their hearts. He remembers their passion. He remembers their love. He remembers their tenderness. He remembers their childlike faith. God remembers their very best. He remembers the best about them. I like that. Like Mary of Bethany. Do you remember there when Mary, she broke that box of ointment and the fragrance just filled the home. Judas, of course, was the first one to jump in and decry what she had done. What a waste. What a waste. That money could have been used to, for the poor. But you know, Jesus said of Mary of Bethany, oh, she did what she could. Oh, Jesus remembers the best. And what Mary did, Jesus said, would be remembered wherever the Gospels preached. Oh, you'll never forget this. She did what she could. And God remembers the things that we can do. He remembers the best of what we do. And we're told, and do what you can. Don't mope about the things that you wish you could have done. Don't mope about the things that you wish you could do if only you had the strength and the ability. No, the Lord sees. Do what you can. Just do what you can. And when Mary did what she could, oh, it was remembered. God never forgot. Jesus never forgot. And Jesus encourages us all, never forget what Mary did. And so here, as spiritual decay had set into Israel, God tells them, just to remember. Oh, remember your past. Remember your past. And then he says, and return. Return to me. Do the first things again. Start practicing. Start practicing what you believe. Start living out the gospel again. Fall in love with me again. Remember. Yes, be honest about your spiritual condition. We're to be honest about the past. But we're also to be honest about our present condition. And God just says, oh, remember the past. If you remember the past, if you remember the life that you once lived, how you lived for me, then it'll help you now in your present circumstances. It'll, you'll be encouraged again. You'll know the warmth of my presence draw near. And as you return, as you return to me, oh, live as if you've just been converted. That's what we're told in Revelation chapter 2. As we remember where we fell from, as we remember our past, oh, we're to 
repent, we're, turned, we're to turn again to the Lord and we're to live as if we've just been converted again. Go and do the things that you did at first. And so can I encourage you this morning, on this Remembrance Sunday, oh, remember the past and never forget it. Don't ever forget those precious times when you knew the Lord so intimately, when you knew his power, when you knew his presence, when you knew his joy, and when you remember these special times of devotion. Oh, never forget. Never forget these moments. And therefore, can I encourage you this morning? Oh, return. Return to the Lord right now. And oh, know his love and his joy and his peace this morning. Well, this morning, sadly, many of you will not be able to attend a Remembrance Day service. And therefore, we offer this short act of remembrance as you join us now in the quietness of your own home. Oh, may the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Let us remember the kindness of God and his favour to us in our time of need. Let us remember the courage, devotion to duty and the self-sacrifice of the men and women in our armed forces, the toil, endurance and suffering of those who were not in uniform, the support of those who sent us help from afar or came and stood by our side. Let us remember those who were wounded in the fight, those who perished in air raids at home, those who fell in battle and are buried at sea or in some corner of a foreign field, and especially those whom we have known and loved, whose place is forever in our hearts. Let us remember those who came back, those whose lives still bear the scars of war, those who lost sight or limbs or reason, those who lost faith in God and hope for humanity. And let us remember the continuing grace of God in Christ, whose perfect love casts out all fear, and the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. We will remember them. Well, Bethany will now lead us in our Remembrance Day prayers, which will be followed by the bugle call, which will lead us then into our two-minute silence as we honour lives past and present. May we also take this opportunity to honour the captain of our salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, for those who are listening by telephone, Please don't hang up during the silence. We will be joining together with a closing hymn at the end. So, thank you for joining us. Let us unite our hearts in prayer. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for the sacrifice so many throughout our history have made. For the men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice. And for their families who have carried on without them. We remember a sacrifice made and a debt we cannot repay. As we pray for the families of those who have lost loved ones while serving in the forces, 
we especially remember their sacrifice and the precious gift of freedom they have secured for us. Lord, we are saddened at the thought of war and of the soldiers who continue to fight. Today we remember them. We confess that we often find it so difficult just wearing a poppy and keeping a two-minute silence, wondering if we can do more. But through this act of remembrance, we recognise a broken life being valued, a gift being given, and taking two minutes to reflect on how much we have, counting our blessings, naming them one by one. We fix our eyes upon Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We also look at the future, not the past. We cannot change what has been. So as old and young to join together this morning, Take the very best of our lives. Bind us together in the love of Christ. Help us to live for your glory. And in Jesus' sweet name we pray. Amen.
Well, thank you so much for joining us here at Stevenson High Kirk for our Remembrance Day services. Well, we now worship together in our closing hymn, We Rest on Thee, Our Shield and Our Defender. And in thy name we
let us go in the strength of the Lord and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and always. Amen.